Time for rolling. Hey, how's it going everyone? Endless55 here, and welcome to episode 11 of A Time for Rolling Esports. Uh, this week is kind of be an off week for us, so uh, last second, Crude and I decided just to kind of hit the record button, make some challenger battles uh, picks, and you know, pick which teams we think are going to win, and maybe make it into the Vainglory 8. Uh, it's definitely more of a just uh, us randomly picking teams. We're not really sure how this weekend's going to go. There's going to be some crazy matchups, some crazy battles for this uh, upcoming weekend. Um, if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow us over at TFR underscore esports. We'll be doing away some you know, some skin giveaways. We're doing one right now. We'll be having many more in the future. So definitely go ahead and give us a follow over there. Uh, Creed and I would also like to extend our congratulations to Northorn. He is the creator developer behind Vanglory University, which just won the API challenge that uh, Vanglory had hosted. Uh, it's a really great uh, website that you can go to where you can look at your rank matches, you can kind of dive deep into how the match went, and maybe you can find out some information of what may have went wrong with your positioning, your items, it, it rates you, it gives you grades. And you know, I've played with it for a bit, and it's, oh my gosh, the details and the amount of information you can get off of that website is really amazing. So, uh, well deserved to him, and congrats. You can follow him over on Twitter, at NorththornVG. Um, but yeah, that's all we have for news, and I hope you guys enjoyed this episode 11 of Time for Rolling Esports. The right targets. That is one trade. T Tigers is still pretty healthy. Tries to jump in. He finds one. This is a big turnaround for Liberation X. They might get the third. They might find an ace here. On to Lost Boytop. Surrey Strike is not oh. enough. Godwin goes down. He might go for Donna Twips. He's gonna get one. He's gonna get two. Lost Boytop. Oh, Lost Boytop. He does it. He gets the two versus one turnaround under the turret. He lives two. Time for rolling. His show. So, what's your honest opinion of this EU Challenger series coming up? Uh, it's gonna be garbage. It's gonna be garbage, guys. You heard it here first from Cruise Sloth. The EU competitive scene is gonna be garbage. Wait, are we recording? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> That's yikes. Savage. How about the NA Challenger series? How do you think it's going to go? Fantastic. Is that enough description, or do you want me to dive more into it? So what's your reasoning for garbage versus fantastic? Uh, well... <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just don't think EE is very good. I don't think EE is on the same level as NA. But that, don't even get me started with like SEA and EA and yeah, I mean, that's that's for a different time. All right, how's it going, everyone? Endless55 here. <laughs> I'm joined with someone who just trash-talked EU. What's up, man? How's it going? Pretty good. How are you? I did not trash-talk EU. Okay, garbage-talked EU. Yeah, well, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> All right, so we've got Challenger Series coming up April 8th. Pretty interesting how it's going to end up. We'll see uh, Best of Five Series, correct? Yes, best of five. I like that. I like that format. Uh, yeah, we'll see if it's going to be more long, brutal games or if it's going to be... I think it'll be needed in some of these matchups. I don't think it's going to be needed in all of them, that's for sure. Breaking news, VGA is now uh, 
five matches per, and then the championship is best of seven. All right, break. Breaking news. What are you talking about? Yeah, I, I'm just I'm kidding. I pulled that out of my ass. Match of seven. That's that'd be crazy. All right. Okay, so EU Challenger Series. Who plays first? Do we know who plays first? Uh, does that matter? I guess not. Let's do the first one. Lemon Lime versus Rising Lotus. What's your pick for this one? Uh, Rising Lotus is going to win. Uh, Lemon Lime. I mean, I've heard Mr. K. Cool, some of the guys on Ghost. But I think Rising Lotus, they didn't they end up with eight points, I believe. I think, I mean, they, they won one week too, didn't they? Uh, it's so I can't remember what I did yesterday, so I can't remember what happened the first week without it having right in front of me. I'm pretty sure Rising Lotus ha- has won or gotten second, something like that. Yeah, so I'm gonna stick with Rising Lotus. What's your pick? What's your number? Three two, three one, three zero. Uh, oof. I'm gonna go three one. All right. So yeah, Lemon Lime is probably one of the bigger names coming out of EU. Um, I think they got they got first, right? Yes. So since they got first, it means they picked first, which means they went ballsy and picked Rising Lotus to get the points. They want the points. I, I don't know. That's a crazy move. I have Rising Lotus that's, winning 3-2. That's confidence right there. Yeah, that's crazy. I have Rising Lotus winning 3-2. I think just, uh, you know, Agony and the people from Rising Lotus, I don't know. They had a good week, so... Uh, I was. I'm interested to see. I don't know if Lemon Lime they can bring it. I think that'll be a pretty uh, sweaty matchup, to be honest. Sweaty, sweaty. All right, second matchup. Don't know if it's actually second matchup, but on my list it is. We got the Late Cobras versus Mouse Sports. Uh, Late Cobras three o them hardcore. Sorry, <laughs> if you're listening, but you guys didn't even get a single point in VG8. I don't think they have their roster set yet. Uh, I don't think they know who was playing for them. Last time they had Emer King in the lane. Emer King? Emer King. Emer King. In the lane with the Tension Bow Arden. So, I mean, Mouse Sports could have a full roster and could show up big time and prove us wrong. But, hey, late Cobras, uh, lane king, class king. I mean, I haven't seen that. I think I may have watched one of their matchups. But other than that, I haven't seen too much of them. So this is definitely a guess. But you know what, late Cobras? Definitely, I think Cobras prey on mice anyways, so the late Cobras are just going to 3-0 mouse sports. You totally stole that from me, but all right, we're not going to talk about that right now. Swooped in and stole that. So the last matchup we have is Fluffy Chickens versus the Nile. As much as you can, break this matchup down. What you got? Uh, I'm going to go with the Nile on this one, just because, I mean, well, Fluffy Chickens, that name is awesome, but... I don't know. I'm gonna go with denial. I you can't. I Artemis can't. Grace and the Doom. I'm the Doom. Well, I'm the Doom. Obviously, I mean, he's a god in the jungle. So. Put him on the rhyme. No, Samuel. All right, Samuel. He's pretty good in Samuel too. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with denial. That's what, my. What's your score? Uh, three o. Three o. All right. So fluffy chickens. Uh, let's see. Probably three of the most hardest names to pronounce. I really want to go back and watch a stream to figure out how to pronounce this dude's name. It's got like L L O H four U K. Well, that's easy. Yeah, let me hear it. Yeah, I got nothing. All right, cool. Uh, 
Aeon, I think you may have to say this one. A E O N. Aeon. Is that how you say that one? Yes. I, I, I think. A E on. Whatever, dude. Can't these, Aaron. Can't these Europe people just have normal names? I don't know. Anyways, dude, Fluffy Chickens. I watch all the games. Hold on. You, can do the, you can do the last one. It's Ryu Ren. Ryu Ren. Ryu Ren. Ren. <laughs> Rip. <laughs> dude if we ever shoutcast we're just gonna be like the laner is rotating down to the jungle because <laughs> we can't even pronounce names anyways so yep. fluffy chickens i saw a couple of their matchups dang they look good so you know what screw this fluffy chickens three one denial yeah well, okay we'll see about that that's my upset for the eu all right so you have Two. I have rise. I have rising lotus, late cobras, and denial. So I have two of the VG8s remaining in the VG8, and mouseworks dropping out, and late cobras coming in to the VG8. Late cobras, aka fanatic, aka you stole fanatic's name, and you're not allowed to do that. Yep, pretty much. All right, shall we go over to NA, where there's going to be a lot more drama? Yes, we shall. All right, so One Piece 101 was the first place champion of the first Challenger Series split, and they decided to pick Misfits. Um, how did you feel about this pickup? Did you were you expecting them to pick someone else? Would you have liked them maybe to pick a team that was more risky to get points, such as Rogue, because that was the only team with points? No, I like the pickup. I mean, I think the whole goal, you know, obviously is get into the VGA, in my opinion. I mean, yeah, you get more points if you play Rogue, but you run that risk of not even winning and not getting into VGA and waiting half and having to wait a whole nother split. So I think it's a good, it's a smart move by them with Misfits and Echo Fox, obviously both having zero points. Um, and, you know, I've, it's like people said, you know, they, they've had time to watch these teams play and it may be a strategy of like, okay, we know we can do this against this team, certain teams. So, who knows? They might have a strategy already set up for playing misfits, and they think that they can beat them. So, yeah, uh, I mean, on that squad, you got people like um, Lost Boy, Toff, Polly. I mean, that's those two right there. I know Lost Boy and Polly switch off and on, uh, actually playing. But um, when Lost Boy's in, man, you know, like the beginning of our episodes, Lost Boy, he makes some crazy plays, and I think he offers something pretty special for that squad. Yeah, plus I mean you got Selena Gomez and Monkey Deluffy, so that that's a that's a solid team right there. I mean, just watching Selena play on stream with whatever streamer you watch, you know, if he's playing with Zeno or if he's playing with you know, it doesn't really matter. He just you know, he makes some crazy plays and you know, watching him in the Viz Pro. The problem with the Viz Pro is, you know, there's some just some matches that are, you know, kinda sloppy and these teams like One Piece One One, for example, they lost and dropped to the losers bracket and had to fight their way back up to the champion, so I mean, these teams are, you know, not as high practice, I would say, or not as practiced as much as some of these, you know, like a TSM where they practice all day long. So, I mean, who knows if these teams are really going are gonna to have the ability to be a team like Misfits who, you know, haven't performed yet. But, you know, One Piece 101, they got a lot of great players. And uh, I, I'm going to pick One Piece 101 to uh, beat Misfits 3-1. to one. I actually have the same thing, only I think it's going to be 3-2. to two. I think right. Misfits will give up a good fight, but I just think One Piece 101 is going to take it in the end. 
yeah, I just don't think King and uh, the boys with King, I don't know. They just haven't really shown anything or even shown much fight, to be honest, in their first round. They had a um, not necessarily a terribly difficult schedule, and I know that's something that is something to look at is what schedule these teams have in the second split because a team may not want to face a certain team all because of that, which that's what we see coming out of Lib X and their pick. Lib X goes ahead and picks Echo Fox, which I thought was a mistake. Uh, last week, Echo Fox, they played Hammers, and um, you know I thought they looked really strong. They played a lot better. You know Something's kind of changed in this team. They're starting to get to where they need to be. So um, I know Rogue has a very hard split two schedule. I think they play, you know, TSM, Cloud9, Gangstars right off the bat. You know, so I think a lot of teams kind of are, you know, Lib and One Piece 101 maybe avoided Rogue and didn't want to play them because of their hard schedule. Not necessarily that they didn't think they can beat them. So, yeah, Lib X beats Echo Fox. And uh, what, what do you have to say about this team? Uh, I mean, well, let's look at Lib X. They have... On the original E36 status and Marto, uh, it's a pretty solid squad. But yeah, I kind of I kind of agree with what you were saying as far as them not wanting to uh, play the rogue team or I guess the rogue schedule for the second split. Um, also, I mean, I don't know if they were just looking at Echo Fox maybe earlier on and uh, they weren't playing as they weren't playing as well, uh, but. Who knows? Fuji's, I think, going to get these guys, you know, I think week after week they've shown improvement and that they're getting better. And like you said, against Hammers, that they, you know, they did, they were close. It was like we talked in that episode, they were there to make that, that move every, every time, but it just, I don't know, it just fell short, just ever so short. So we'll see. I don't, they might be able to, um, Echo Fox might be able to defend LibX and stay in the VGA, but I'm actually going to pick Lib LibX to win. So, uh, what's your score for that matchup? Uh, three to one. Yeah, so I'm going to pick Echo Fox. I think they're going to take this from LibX three two. I think Fuji and the brain power behind the drafting and the double band draft, since these challenger teams are going to be on this new double band draft, I don't think it makes a major difference for them. I truly don't because, like you know, people like us, we watch uh, you know a lot of the competitive scene, so. You know, by us watching them over the over, we kind of can pick up the trends of how drafts, you know, go. You know, side A, sometimes you got to ban away Kashk right away. Sometimes you're going to ban away that Lyra, make side B, ban away Adagio. If they don't want to ban away Adagio, you pick up Adagio. You know, there's trends that are, you know, that kind of go along with these double band drafts. You know, second round of drafts, you know, uh, we see a lot of Fortresses, a lot of Glaives banned out. We see, you know, sometimes Petal gets banned out. So... But, you know, who knows what has changed for 2.3. There may be someone who's, you know, stronger now in 2.3. Maybe, um, you know, just the slight nerfs on Adagio Adag and Lyra have changed it. We don't really know. That's the best part about us making these predictions. It's kind of like weather, <laughs> you know, like being a weatherman. Like, we can't be wrong because, one, we haven't seen teams play on the 2.3 updates. We don't know how these challenger teams have how much practice they've had the double band drafts we don't know how much it's going to affect them so that's the best part about these challenger series everyone's making predictions and some people are getting their feelings hurt because they're not being picked to win whatever i think king makes great points about someone says that no that he's not responding to everyone picking misfits lose he's like you know the best answer for me is silence i just want to show up and prove you guys wrong which great i hope misfits does i hope they show up and beat one piece 101 and 
you know, if all these Vanglory 8 teams win and, you know, prove that the Challenger teams are uh, not as strong as Vanglory 8 teams, I still think it's, you know, strong for the, the Vanglory 8, you know, scene and to allow, you know, Rogue, Misfits, and Echo Fox to still be able to prove themselves within Vanglory or the Vanglory 8 tournaments. Anyways. Yeah, I think, I think another really good quick, quick point, though, like you were talking about the, the drafts with uh, Fuji and stuff and, like, his brain power, but I know, like, you and I have talked before, yeah, the drafts matter, but it comes down to the play. Like, you, you can draft the perfect draft, but if you don't make the plays, it could still go the wrong way. So it has to come down to Echo Fox. It has to come down to Cole, Lone Delphi, and, and Mishy to make those plays. Yeah, and I think we when Fuji had released his little video about I don't know if it was in his video or if it was in like one of the episodes when he was on the Halcyon report. Um, he just said that Mishy knows he's not performing. And, you know, Mishy comes to practices saying like, this is what I need to do. This is what I need to do to get better. And I think Mishy is working extremely hard. You know, Miko, he's trying to get better, trying to, you know, take the squad and, you know, perform with Lone Delphi and, you know, be on the same page with them. It's, it's a work in progress. These teams don't just become amazing right away tsm has been together for a long time that you know that roster's been together they're in a house together so i mean people don't understand the gap that is bridged between those teams uh i think yeah like i said i think echo fox is still going to take this against libx it's hard to say just because of libx's roster you see status who's played with you know uh, iraqi and played on some of these big orgs you know marto I think he was on like the original like Lib Liberation team when they he was he's been on stage before to perform. So, I mean these teams all together, it's gonna be pretty interesting to see just this this matchup all together. I think. Yep. So for our final matchup, we have Necrolite taking on Rogue. What do you got with this one? So Necrolite, they have Standing Solo. He's the one player that I have, you know, some familiarity with just from seeing him on streams and, you know, watching some of the VizPro matchups. Uh, Necrolite actually surprised me uh, getting in this third place. I really thought Team Rage Pingers would be there. Even the Giraffes, I forget what their name is. Something to do with Giraffes. There's so many animals in the Challenger series. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I just don't get it. But... um. I thought that, you know, I was surprised to see Necrolite get in that third place. Uh, I think Rogue definitely shows up, definitely performs, and they're going to 3-0 Necrolite. Yeah, I mean, what about NRG, too? Like, we don't even see NRG in here. What, like, what's up with that with Chombo and Hardeck? And... Yeah, that was a team that a lot of people were excited to see. You know, they were at the preseason Invitational, you know, farming and running that gauntlet, and uh, Hardeck, you know, he, him and Lost Boy parted ways, so... I know that was a big deal. They matched, they played together, and they faced off in the Viz, you know, in this in the Viz Pro, and seeing those matches was kind of crazy and kind of sad to see Lost Boy and Hardik not together. That those two are like one of the some of the originals. They're the OGs. They man. are the OG combination of of Vanglory and the original competitive scenes. But I don't know, man. It's almost like I want to see Vanglory Eight become Vanglory Ten. Like I don't know, like <laughs> just adding two more teams in there just to see you know, if other teams can become more competitive and which I guess, I don't know, you can't add two more teams when we have two teams right now in Bangalore eight that are sitting at zero points and haven't won a game yet. Yeah. Yep. In time, maybe in time, but so you, who you went with, are you going with rogue? Yep. I think rogue will win three zero. Okay. I have rogue winning three zero as well. 
So I just think I, I just think Rogue's team. They're I mean they're too good. They've they've I think they've you know they haven't won in the VGA, but they've proved themselves that they can compete with these guys. And I think they're only getting better as time goes on. So um, they've got four points under their belt. They haven't made it to the finals yet and haven't really excelled past the first round, but. Uh, they're young talent, man. So it's gonna be pretty interesting to see how these guys can grow on the Rogue Squad and how uh, Adrian, as their coach, can you know help that squad take it to the next level. Absolutely. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm excited to see 2.3. Honestly, like screw all the games. I know it's gonna be great, but I'm excited to see 2.3, and I'm excited to see specifically how the Vanglory Eight teams even have to adjust to this 2.3 update along as well with uh, the challenger teams, which challenger teams are supposed to have a disadvantage. They're supposed to be the underdogs. Uh, the Vanguard eight teams, they're the ones that have, you know, a lot to lose because, you know, if a challenger team loses, they just go back to the challengers and keep playing against the same teams. The Vanguard eight team loses, you're, you know, you're letting down your fan base, uh, the amount of trash talk that's going to happen on Twitter. I don't even want to see when it happens. Like, I don't even want to see it because it's just going to be too much to keep up yeah. with. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see. It's going to be an interesting weekend. Um, kind of a nice break of our normal rotating schedule. Uh, it's still going to be a long day. You know, we got these best of five matchups. So there's going to be a lot of Vanglory happening. There definitely will be no shy, uh, no shy of matches this upcoming weekend. Absolutely. I'm excited for it. So uh, you still sticking with your terms of EU's challenger battle is going to be garbage? Okay, it's not going to be garbage, <laughs> but I just don't think it's going to be the equivalent to NA. Me and you... Put me on blast here. We've talked about how we always joke around EU's worse than NA, and that's just... We basically just say that because everyone else does, but when we stand yeah. back and think about it, I mean, we don't know if EU is so close because they're all bad or if they're all just that close in talent, and honestly, the more and more trash talk NA, you know, the more trash talk they, they talk... We'll see what happens at the live finals. And I think it'd be pretty funny to see some of these teams that run their mouth get beat by an EU team. Yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, I sit here and I, don't get me wrong, I love NA and, you know, the the gangsters, the TSM, the hammers, the big wards and stuff over there. But it's just like, there's like four teams on NA side that is just he, like, you know, up here compared to the rest of the teams. And then, but like EU, it's like, oh, yep, the top seven teams are within six points of each other. You know, it's just like they're, they're so much closer. And, whether, like you said, it is because they're all really good or they're all really bad or whatever. It's just at least it's competitive, and it, it makes me want to watch it. It's just not just one team dominating. Yeah, I mean, that was that was a great radio bit right there. When you said up here, did you take your hand and reach it up high to like to show the listeners how high it was? Yes. Yeah, I hope all you right. all saw that. Yeah, it's <laughs> a great radio. Can we, get, can we get camera set up in here so that we can record like us? Doing yeah, like a, we actually have a live version as well where only people yeah. that like pay us get to watch it. Uh, let's get on that. Let's see if Arvin and Bleco can help us out with that. Yeah, we'll just have to rely on them. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a, actually a good point you made is just that, um, like, that's what I like about watching these Viz Pro and, like, the Challenger series is because some of the matches are just so, even though they can, you know, technically they're sloppy and there's mistakes made, the kills are, like, you know, 15 to 14 because one team overextends one time and one team may do this like the next. And like the skill, like the skill cap, I feel like in the challenger pro for the most part is all pretty close. That's what worries me. And I, a part of me thinks without having fun and picking, you know, um, 
picking teams like One Piece to three one Misfits, I think that those skill set may not be as strong as the ones that are in Bangor eight. And that's why I think EU is, you know, all these teams are so close in skill, even if that skill is much lower than teams like C nine and TSM. Yeah. I agree with you. But hey man, I don't, all, really, much, I don't really have much to say to that. I agree with you hundred percent though. Yeah, all this is going to be put to rest. Uh, the trash talking, the nonsense that the Challenger series is garbage compared to Bangalore 8. You know, that's all going to come to rest this weekend, and it's going to be a, a, f- a pretty fun weekend. Probably more fun than the Bangalore 8 has been so far. Oh, easy, easy. There's going to be a, there's going to be some good matches. I think you you I think well, we're going to be surprised. There's going to be good matches, but I mean, what it's, we've seen TSM and C9 fight, and those are good matches. Yeah, so. but it's exciting to get players out, you know, in the scene that we haven't seen. You know, it's going to be fun to see Pawn status and you know yeah. E36 play against Echo Fox. Just you know, for four weeks we watch kind of the same teams battle yeah. over yeah, and over. All right, Crude. Thanks. We for, out. Thanks for joining me on this right. very spontaneous episode where we did not plan and we have just talked randomly so for everyone that's listened to this point at us randomly talking and giving useless opinions we appreciate you most of the people are going to listen like the first three minutes of this and go what in the world is this this is garbage i'm turning this off this so was, they're not going to hear they're not going to hear this part this was a hey jump on discord let's record this episode so we can uh get on with the tonight yeah true true true, true. all right Till next time, my friend. Peace out. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode 11 of Time for Rolling Esports. Uh, Once again, you guys can follow us on Twitter at TFR underscore esports. We will be giving away uh, some skins. We want to give one last congratulations to Northorn for winning the API Challenge. He will be joining Arvin and Bleco on their podcast. Uh, so make sure you look out for that episode coming up in the future. Uh, you can follow them at Time for Rolling. You can also follow Northorn on Twitter at NorthornVG. Uh, he'll probably keep it up at the website there. Uh, and that is all we have for this episode. We will see you guys probably next week. Thanks for listening. Time for Rolling.